Dan Striving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombie Circa 1980, episode 57. We are almost at the hour-long mark here, folks. I'm Dan. I'm your host. We've been talking for quite some time about Zombie Lake and Burial Ground, and now I think things are getting real. Or maybe not. Uh, Zombie Lake, we left off on Zombie Lake. Um, That goofy couple were being killed in the barn. And... That's going to continue. Let's go. zombie rampage has begun oh there's a lot of shuffling there's some shots of uh zombie zombie booted shuffling their their clothes are relatively intact i forget i mean this is what 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 years after whenever uh, world war ii ended. no whenever they threw all those zombies in there 10 years after i guess 10 oh what a great bam oh my hmm 10 years after in uh, Woodstock. Uh, no, sorry, that was a tangent. So this minute is, it begins with, yeah, the, the gal, the, the guy is apparently dead. I guess the zombie killed him, the guy with the fun mustache and hair, and the gal is being killed. It's funny because he, there. it's sort of a long shot, and she's on like a table kind of thing, and he leans over her in, in the background of the shot, and her legs kind of flail around and flail around until they stop. And, but we never get close up. We never go in there, which is a little weird. You think, um, you think we'd get a little closer to what was happening there. I mean, her legs are fine, you know. She got nice legs, and um, her shoes are fine, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a shoe expert, but but that sequence. I mean, in zombie films, more so than in slasher films, because you usually get a set group of of characters in a setting in a slasher film but not always like night school has sort of i was gonna what i'm trying to say is vignettes you know something like friday the 13th the final chapter you get all these characters in a space jason starts killing them but then a movie say like night school you get um this setting and you just get random characters being who you might see for a moment being killed um and zombie films are genuinely, genuinely vignette where you get, that's not a word, where you get the setup, and then you'll get, like, someone hanging out, and they'll get attacked by the zombie kind of thing. And Don't Go in the Woods does that, um, although it does have main characters also. So, so yeah, this these these people, what, they get less than a minute of screen time, and I guess they're dead. I do like that it isn't implied at all that the zombie goes after the guy. You know, it's just like, hey, you know what? You know, I got, uh, I, I go after what I go after. You know, 
Some of us will go after the guy. I do not. I go after the lady. I like the thigh-high stockings and like the spender things. And I'm, I'm good for the wig or whatever she's wearing. I'm going after that. Um, or her. And then, and then yeah, you get, you get shots of feet kind of strolling along. And suddenly you think, oh my gosh, Doris Wishman has taken over the movie. She has not. You get an incredible rampaging scene with the one-eyed zombie storms into the pub tavern thing and um, throws a tantrum. He throws a tantrum that I think is only matched in severity by the tantrum that the lead guy throws. Oh, I want to watch it again now. In Don't Panic, Don't Panic. Uh, the sort of Mexican Nightmare on Elm Street esque ripoff, and there, there's a sequence in that where the the main guy who is who looks like he's in his early twenties, but who dresses in like dinosaur PJs, he he he's really mad and he jumps. I really want to watch it now. He jumps around his bedroom like tearing posters off the wall and throwing things. But it's clear when he's doing it that there are like certain things he can tear off and certain things he can't touch, and so it's not a very volatile rampage and that's that's the way this zombie acts he i love the fact that when he 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 steps in an old guy gets up and the old guy instead of maybe running to the back door do you have a back door yeah it's in the back what movie is that from i don't know why i just thought of that um but i I like instead of it's funny because the old guy gets up and instead of running away from the Nazi zombie, he runs directly in front of the Nazi zombie, like he's making a beeline for the other end of the tavern. Maybe that's where the back door is. And the great moment is the, you know, as as we've said before, you know, like why would zombies be stronger, you know, than they? Why would zombies be stronger in death than they were in life? And and it's great because the zombie, like everyone is in there and the zombie like storms through them gets to the fireplace turns around everyone's gone and he's like oh crap i forgot to kill anybody come on i don't uh, i've been underwater so long i forget the i forget the basics and so he spins around and and he just throws a tantrum basically and i and i um yeah <laughs> I need to watch Shockwaves again. Put that down. Write that down. Shock waves. And we need a Blu-ray of King Frat. I think we're going to get a Blu-ray of Meatballs too soon. What was I saying? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I love the zombie sort of storming by and going, Damn, I forgot to... Oh, fud. Oh, oh mother of... And just has a little tantrum. And then the minute ends with... um, I don't know where the hell we are, but... Uh, sometimes this this village drives me up the wall, and there are certain times, like in the first few minutes, with the visiting lady at the gazebo, and at the end of this minute, where I love this village more than any place on earth. This is Valhalla. It ends with a really cute gal in like a tub in the middle of a field-ish or backyard or something bathing. She got like the bottom half of bikini on, but she's she's naked. The rest of her. Well, she's not naked if she's got that bikini. You know what I mean. She she just has a bikini bottom on. She a little too thin for my taste. However, I would be her friend if she asked. I don't I don't begrudge anyone their, you know, body 
size. So, uh, so yeah, so she stands up and she's watching. I do prefer the gal in, in the beginning, though, if I can be. Don't be mad. Don't be cross with me. Um, but, but she, yeah, and the minute ends with her kind of standing up and she's finishing her bath. And uh, presumably, uh, zombies are about to attack her. Um, the, the minute starts with a half-assed zombie attack. It has a half-assed zombie rampage. And it's got a half-naked woman in a tub in the middle of a field. This is... If Eurocine is remembered for anything, this is what Eurocine should be remembered for. This conglomeration of beautiful nonsense. So let us go to Burial Ground. They have finished. The zombie attack is done. And they are getting the hell out of that strange side room. Uh, wherever the heck it is in the villa. I imagine it's still in the villa. Because it, it feel, that's the sort of room that feels that they were in with like the main thin room and then the other small room with the fireplace that feels like the sort of room that would be in like an ancient home you know not ancient but several hundred years old you know eh, ancient-ish I don't know what is the definition of how old is ancient um uh probably thousands of years but I, I like that room because that to me feels like they were wandering through the villa and they were like we need to do something in here oh, this isn't a great room who cares so they're leaving the room, the gang. No one got hurt except for zombies. And I, don't, I guess they don't get hurt. Let's, let's dive in. Come on. Mama, I can't stand it anymore. Please let me stay close to you, Mama. Oh, my poor darling. Can you forgive me for having brought you to this terrible place? Of course, Mama. Mama, I love you so much. I need to feel you near me. I need to touch you. When I was a baby, you always used to hold me to your breast. I loved your breast so much, Mama. Michael! <clears throat> What's wrong? Well, this minute is, uh, that's, that's Bianchi for you. It's, um... <clears throat> well, welcome the incest to the movie. Uh, yeah, so so let let's start with let's start with the um the beginning of the minute, which I absolutely love, and I never actually noticed before. Is they pull is it Janet, the gal who hurt her leg, um, uh, in the in the zombie bear trap. They're, they're bringing her out of the little room with the fireplace, you know, and they're like, we're gonna board everything up, and. It looks like they're going to bring her out of the room, but then her boyfriend and the butler lean her against a door that kind of bounces a bit so it doesn't look comfortable and take off to board stuff up. So she's in a room where at two spots, zombies just broke in and a third spot, another zombie tried to break in and they killed the three or four zombies that broke in but instead of taking her out of the room and maybe sealing it off, they lean her and a door about halfway between, you know, the halfway point of the two rooms, and they, they leave her there. And uh, it's no wonder she's crying. I would cry too. Come on, you jackasses. Um, move me a bit here, huh? 
yeah. <laughs> there, you, there you have it. Um, hey, it's, it's Bianchi Town. The rest of the minute is, um, geez, Michael and his mom in a beautiful room in the villa, sitting down on like a, a benchy, day-beddy kind of thing up against a wall. And yeah, uh, he's he's really scared and he kind of hugs her and then he kisses one cheek, kisses another cheek. He starts to kiss her in earnest. He grabs her boob, her boob's exposed, and then he begins to rub his hand up her thigh towards her. And that's when, you know, things go wrong for them. Um, I don't know that I have a lot to say about this. Um, uh, I, I, I mean... If, if you knew the reason why they had Peter Bark play this character rather than an actual kid, you know that something like this was probably going to happen. You can't have a kid doing that. Uh, so you bring in a short gentleman and put a funky wig on him and, and, and he's freaky. Um, I love Peter Bark. Watch Peter Bark's face is sort of it. Mom slaps him and what are you doing? Watch his face. He doesn't, there's no emotion. <laughs> there's really like no emotion there. It's like, uh, you know, it's like off screen, like, okay, Peter, but his, his name isn't Peter. It's Italian. Um, Pietro, uh, Pietro. Uh, okay. Three, two, one, run away, run away. And yeah, it's, uh, I don't really know that I have much to say about this minute. I mean, the glory of it, when you're watching the... When I first watched this movie, which... When the hell did I watch this movie? I told you guys this. Oh, I'm thinking of Buried Alive or, or Beyond the Darkness. Um, when did I first watch this movie? I feel like I watched it on my own, but I may have... I forget. What did I say back at the beginning? Did I watch this with friends or on my own? I don't remember. But I remember watching it and thinking... This is nuts. Like, we've had all this gore and all this craziness, and it's so illogical, anti-logic, illogical. And then suddenly, whoa, what the, the it, oh, the incest um, uh, plot line. I, I honestly hadn't seen that coming. Although I actually kind of had seen that coming. I, 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 here, here's what, here's what, here's what it was. I knew there was something creepy happening but the moment like he grabs her boob and starts kissing her and his hand goes up her leg i didn't quite think it was going to go there uh you 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 sort of learn as you watch these films you watch one and you go oh that was pretty gory or, oh there was a lot of sex or nudity in that one and then you watch the next one you watch patrick still lives or you watch giallo in venice or you know you watch what have they done to your daughters with the naked gal hanging from the, the rafters? Um, and you suddenly watch and you go, whoa, they're going to places. Where, and let's not even go to places like where the cannibal movies go. I'm not, I'm not even going to move towards there. Uh, although this was the time for that. This is 1980. This was the time for that. This was um, the time of, of Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Ferox and, and all those others. I don't mind a, a cannibal film. I... I'm I'm not gonna argue with anyone who hates me for for watching. I don't watch them often. I don't watch them often. But every once in a while, I want to go to the jungle, get sweaty and gross. And um, I'm fine right now. I'm not I'm not gonna do that right now. I just got um, the Synapse DVD Blu-ray 
is it DVD Blu? No, it's just a Blu-ray of Robo War with the Alfesta soundtrack. Whoa, Mr. Fatal Frames. I have not watched Robo War. This is uh, June 2019. I have not watched Robo War for five years since I reviewed it for the, um, the my 80s action movies on the cheap. My action movies book. So I'm excited about that. And I have Splatter University on Blue from Vinegar Syndrome. And there's nothing out there on Blue from Vinegar Syndrome. I have not watched There's Nothing Out There in at least 10 years, and I've not watched Splatter University in about a two, a year and a half, two years when I got the, is it Shameless, I think, Blu-ray? Um, so I'm excited about that. So I don't know where I was going with that. I was just kind of going off on a tangent because uh, incest. I, um, you know, I, I didn't grow up in the Deep South, so I don't I'm kidding, of course. If you're listening in the Deep South in the U.S. and you're thinking, Dan, why'd you make an incest joke? I apologize. But, yeah, so... What's wrong? What's wrong? He yells at the end, and we all, we all know what's wrong. We're all grossed out by you, Michael. But that's part of the point. I think, I think it's one of those things with Michael and his mom. It's one of those... This is one of those things where... Like, if you read... A, I just finished rereading Ghost Story, Peter Straub's Ghost Story, and you get a lot of great sort of characters and side characters and bits, like the guy who runs the movie theater that shows Night of the Living Dead all the time, you know, and that the snowplow guy. And you get all these little extras and asides that you wouldn't get normally in a horror film because a horror film has a limited amount of time and got to get to it. Uh, the joy, I think, of Michael and his mom is this is a plot line you wouldn't expect right here. You know, although maybe if you were familiar with Bianchi's films, you might expect it. But um, it's like, huh, really? Mm, yes. That's Cuckoo Kaka. Yeah. So let's, let, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, that was, yeah, that was the, the 57th minute of Barrel Ground Zombie Lake, everybody. And so the zombies are on some kind of rampage, and there's a half naked gal in a tub. And, um, uh, uh, Evelyn? The, and, and a mom just got felt up by her son who is incensed that mom wouldn't let him do that more. Uh, I hope my ma isn't listening to this. And grandma, if you're listening to this, you randy old son of a bitch, get out of here. Things are just going to get nuttier from here. Talk to you guys soon. Listen to this. Thank you.